Julia Hampton and Julia Hampton CPA PC have been your trusted sources for local tax preparation, payroll, and business services for more than 20 years. Jason, do you have a tax strategy for 2019? Of course not. That is a bad idea, but I can tell you right now how you correct that problem. You hop on your phone, you call our good friend Julia Hampton, call her today at 816-554-0394. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Nick Parker, publisher of Link to Lee Summit, and this week I am operating without my loyal sidekick, Jason Norberry, who chose this week for a family vacation. Jason will be back next week as we look to break down some more pieces of the upcoming November ballot. This week's unofficial sponsor is the color pink. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, folks, so take a moment to high-five a survivor or four, and then remind everyone of the importance of annual screenings. Jason may be on the road, but that didn't stop us from having a great conversation with one of our many local service organizations, Amy Cox, Development Director for Developing Potential, and board member Bob Glazier joined us to talk about the services provided to our community, as well as an opportunity for you to help in the group's growth. Here with Amy Cox, the Development Director for Developing Potential, and Bob Glazier, who for these purposes is an advisory committee member with Developing Potential. How are you guys doing today? Terrific. Awesome. Can we just take some time and list all of the titles for Bob? No, no, no. We we run a relatively tight podcast. We cannot put all of Bob's community titles. Uh-huh. Okay. So we're going to we say should, we should take note that he got a little bit of attention last weekend. What what did he what happened to Bob Glazier last weekend? Bob, you want to tell the story, or can I just embarrass? Well, you? I was. Uh, well, I was the uh, chosen as the humanitarian of the year for the Truman Hartland Community Foundation at their gala, Toast of Our Towns Gala, Saturday night. I, I have to I have to concur with you, Amy. Very very well deserved honor to Thank have. You. I'm sure you enjoy being the center of attention all the time. No, I don't. And, I, uh, and I'm sure that all that all that adulation was uh, very comfortable for you. And but honestly, well deserved. And and you you should be rewarded for it is a list really too long to go all the way through all the things you've done over even just the last decade or so that i've been in lee summit i know you've done so much so thank you very much i I appreciate that and no i do not like to be the center of attention so let's talk about so let's talk about let's talk about (laughs) bob glazier some minutes just kidding all right so we are here to talk about developing potential um a and and we're going to start amy why don't you tell us what developing potential Inc. is. Great. So we started in 1993 with eight individuals um, with developmental disabilities, adults with developmental disabilities, at 16th and Prospect because at that point in time, once individuals graduated from high school, there really were very few options for them. Most individuals stayed at home and sat in front of a television the majority of their time. And um, so since that time, we're getting ready to kick off our 25th anniversary. Since that time, we've grown to serve over 150 individuals in the Kansas City area, in Kansas City, Independence, and Lee Summit. 
and um, we provide a day program and an employment program for these individuals so they can be a part of their community and really continue to grow and develop. Well, before we get into those services and things, how long have you guys been in Lee Summit? So we have been in Lee Summit since 2008 and we are getting ready to expand our services here. And we're gonna get, we're gonna really dig into that in a little bit. Um, that's some exciting news and hopefully Jason can fill us in a little bit about what he just heard last week. So let's talk about some of the services because there are a lot of things that you can do right. for, for, for people who have, who have these needs. And so, so tell us a little bit about kind of that, that spectrum of services because I know it goes from day programs there in your facility to also employment opportunities. Correct. So we, we serve um, a wide variety of individuals and a wide variety of needs actually. Um, we have a day program that provides the opportunity for individuals to be a part of a team and develop friendships at our facilities, but more importantly, they get out into the community. They get to go and volunteer at different places. They get to enjoy recreation, and they get to develop skills. And then we also have an employment program, and our employment program is a little bit different. It is all um, at or above minimum wage, almost always above. It's supported in the community, mostly in small businesses that we've grown relationships with over time. And it really provides our individuals the opportunity to um, have a very important place for them to go that means a lot more than a paycheck, but also area businesses a chance to grow as well. And a chance for all of their employees to really learn how to work with individuals that have developmental disabilities, how to interact with them. And then they carry that out into the community, to their churches, to their neighborhoods. And it really impacts the community in a powerful way. Can you talk a little bit about, I guess just kind of kind of in general, then we, then we can kind of hone in a little bit about the need for adult programs for development. Because I think you know we all we all know what's available through the schools and even through private school. And I'm going to come at this a little bit from my perspective. Of, uh, I've been through this sure. in, in my family, so not everyone thinks about that once they turn 18 or 21 and they're no longer part of the school program. Where, where do they go next? What care is available? And I'm really glad you asked that. That's one of our big goals in the community is to um, educate the public about what services are available or not available for adults. Uh, I think a large portion of the community assumes that the same services are available in adulthood that are available throughout um, their childhood education and through high school, and that's simply not true. We often describe it as um, not only a services cliff once individuals get out of high school, but also a funding cliff. And so um, it is not a given that everyone who has a disability once they graduate from high school will get services. There are limits to that. And even when they are approved for services, we are funded through Medicaid waiver contracts. And even when they're approved for services, there isn't always a place for everyone to go that is an appropriate service for them. So we really work to educate the public to let them know that um, while our general operating support comes from Medicaid waiver contracts, we need the community support to help us grow so that we can offer a place for the more than 70 individuals on our wait list to have services in the community. Well, speaking of community support, Bob, you, um, as Apparently, Humanitarian of the Year. Oh, I'm just going to keep shining that spotlight yeah. on you because I know that's how much you love that. But you, um, you've been involved in many things through the community over the course of your time here. What has drawn you to be involved in developing potential? 
Well, I've, I've, uh, I knew Rebecca Case, who is the uh, the head of this whole organization. I, I knew. In fact, I sold her uh, her chamber membership in the Lee Summit Chamber uh, back in 2008, and uh, visited their Independence location. And the thing that touched me, I mean, I, I don't need one more thing to do, but this is important. Uh, the thing that touched me is is the the burden on the families. I mean, this is not just the person uh, who's uh, given care. It's the whole family. It just it, it can destroy families. Uh, they, they have to take, stay home and take care of uh, their loved one. And, and if this service wasn't there, uh, it, it's tough. And we have a waiting list in Lee Summit. I, uh, Amy knows what I think it's 70. More than 70. So... Um, there are people that need this. That's why we need this facility, and that's what touched me. Well, talk a little bit, I guess, about you. You do a lot in the community, and, and and you told us before I hit the record button about when you get involved with something, you want to really get involved in it, and, and you want to make it mean something. So, so when you looked at this organization, what told you that you can, you could make things happen, that you had something to offer? I, you know, I'll I'll use uh, a, a snippet of. Uh, my speech uh, Saturday night. Uh, I wish I was wealthy. I wish I could win the lottery and write a, write a check and pay for the whole new facility at DPI. I'm not a wealthy person, but my wife and I believe we need to share what, we, uh, what gifts God gave us. So in a sense, I've won the lottery by, by having the ability and the health at, the, at my age to go out and connect people the, the people in the community with the needs in the community, and that's what I do. And I, I've been around long enough that I know where all the pieces are, and, and I love putting them together to help worthy causes. Awesome. That, I think that's a really, a, a really good sort of snapshot of, I think, you and your involvement in the community. And, and So some of the pieces we're putting together, uh, DPI is um, working on coming up on its 25th year. Correct. Uh, which is a pretty pretty substantial achievement for any organization. What are you doing to celebrate that? So we will have a community recognition gala on November the 10th at Unity Village. Um, this year's theme is Building Lives because it kind of goes hand in hand with what we do every day, uh, building up individuals, helping them see what they're able to accomplish, but also with our capital campaign where we're actually building a building, a community center style building um, where these individuals can participate in activities. We'll even have a coffee shop inside for the community to come in and meet some of the individuals and interact with them. Uh, so November 10th, we'll be recognizing several people in the community um, for their efforts on our behalf, as well as some of the individuals that we serve. And we're really excited that um, going into our 25th year, we're gonna be able to um, start to alleviate a little bit of our wait list. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your capital campaign. Uh, I, I got to see at the Planning Commission a few weeks ago, uh, your director came and gave a, a very uh, impassioned presentation about the, the plans for expansion. So you have a facility now in Lee Summit, uh, and then you are building, planning on building another building, this community center style building out there. So tell us a little bit about what that's gonna allow you to do um, and then what you need for it. Sure. So first and foremost, this building will be a little bit different than the other facilities we currently have. 
Um, one, we will own the building and we'll be able to do um, some more community-based activities. We currently do a lot of health and wellness programs, such as yoga for the individuals that we serve, and we'll be able to have some community-style classes where individuals um, out in the community can come in and take classes and interact with the individuals that we serve. And as I mentioned before, we'll also have a coffee shop, which will tie into our employment program. So we're really excited about those type of activities that we'll be able to have. But most importantly, we'll be able to impact many, many families in the Eastern Jackson County community that really just need these services that haven't been able to access them. So let's talk a little bit about that event then and, and what, what you're looking to do to help not only just raise awareness, but you're also looking to raise some funds for we this are. big project. We are. The, the capital campaign is a $3.25 million campaign, and we are currently at about $1.2 million. Um, so, Bob, you need to crack that checkbook out now. Right. I'm, I'm going to go out and buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, go get <laughs> that lottery ticket. <laughs> One donor. One <laughs> lottery ticket. Um, you know, but it really is a community effort. And I, I see this capital campaign, you know, nobody loves to go out and ask people to spend their money, but I really see the capital campaign as an opportunity for us to connect to additional people in the community. Um, one of the unfortunate things about the, about the services that we provide and the individuals that we serve is that they are sort of a hidden population in the community. And um, so many families have someone in their family affected um, by having a special need or know of someone, and yet, um, their needs aren't really very well known in the community. So the capital campaign has been a great opportunity for us to reach out to more groups and more individuals and companies in the community and tell our story, as well as raise funds. So that's really sort of the crux of this event that we're gonna have on November the 10th. We'll be able to recognize um, several individuals in the community that have provided us with support, as well as the individuals that we serve and really bring everybody together to tell our story of where we've come over the last 25 years and where we plan to go in the future. Well, you just said that that, that's, that is a kind of a hidden segment of our, of our community. Is. So paint a picture for us. Tell us a little bit about who these individuals are and, and what developmental disabilities, I think for you and I, we're in there, so sure. we, know, we know what that means, but, sure. but kind of paint a picture for, for this, this community and who these people are. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you a little, just a short snippet of history. So when we began developing potential 25 years ago, um, as I mentioned earlier, many of the individuals that we serve were staying at home once they graduated from high school. And if we fast forward 25 years to our services now, um, our individuals are out in the community, they're continuing to build skills, um, they are seen as people who are employable in the community, and, and we serve a really wide variety of individuals. Um, we are a medical model facility as well. So we serve not only individuals with autism and Down syndrome and um, other disorders, but we also serve individuals that have co-occurring medical conditions. We have a nurse on staff, and we have some LPNs on staff, so we're able to administer medications, we're able to do catheterizations and things like that. So we serve a really wide spectrum of individuals and individual need levels, from one-on-one -on -one supports to group activities to being able to be employed in the community. Um, but but that's, been, uh, that's been a big change from what we saw individuals that had autism or had Down syndrome or had 
some other form of developmental disability 25 years ago where we thought that it was all just about caretaking. And now it's really about being um, in the community, being a part of the community, participating at all levels in the community through volunteer service. We um, volunteer at Ronald McDonald House, Wayside Waves, Harvesters, all, all kinds of places in the community. And our individuals have a lot to give back. And I really think that our community and the world in general is starting to see that power and those gifts and we are here to be able to provide a conduit for that. Well, if people want to get involved, they want to support the capital campaign, if they want to add to that giant check that Bob's going to write, right. we're just going to keep making this money. Right. Um, if they want to get involved, or say they have they have an individual in their family that they're, they're looking for these kind of services, how can people get involved? How can they contact DPI? Absolutely. Well, we have a website at developingpotential.org. Um, and they can reach out to us there, and they can um, reach out to me directly. I give tours of DPI on a regular basis. We bring our legislators out and community leaders out so that they're well informed about the services that we provide and the impact we're having in the community, but they can reach out to me directly. Um, our phone number is 816-525-6000, and my extension is 107. Um, so we're always happy to have people come out and take a look at what we do and provide some support. Find you on uh, social media as well. They can, at DPI Kansas City. Call me. If you if you have trouble getting a hold of Amy, call me and I'll get in touch with her. I can promise you that. There, Bob will connect you to where you need to be right. with, with your big check that he's going <laughs> to add up to. So that's awesome. He'll bring the stacks of checks to us. Uh, that, that, I believe, is one of Bob's great skills, is to probably help connect connect checks to the right places for them to go in this community. So That's well, right. Thank you guys very much for taking time to come and uh, give us a bunch of information about what you're doing and, and a little bit of uh, look forward to the contribution and the addition to the city that you're going to be making with this new building at the successful completion of your campaign. Can I tell you something? You can tell me whatever I mean, you, you want, Bob. I mean, you guys won the lottery in the sense that you have the ability to do what you're doing and bring the message to the community. And I really, as a as a member of this community, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to us on this podcast, especially us to each other. Especially, yeah. Thank you, guys. That was you bet. Thank you. So Thank you very much. Thanks, you bet, Jason. As always, Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to you by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. We are proud to have them as sponsors. These are these are great community partners. They do a lot of stuff in and around the community. They just they just had a contest supporting local high schools. And Jason, another cool thing, technology. I know. Not only are they really cool people who do a lot of really cool stuff, but they also sell cool, cool blinds and shades if you want your window treatments to be powered by your phone you can have them they're real that's true they exist smart shades who knew that that could ever be a thing but there it is smart shades so go see our friends tell courtney happy birthday and then get yourself some window treatments budget blinds of lee summit right in the heart of downtown lee summit
You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall with hosts Jason Norberry and Nick Parker. Catch us every Wednesday at linktoleesummit.com or subscribe to Lee Summit Town Hall on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. Thank <laughs> you.